what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Your enemy is out to take everything you've got. If you ain't careful, he'll take your children, he'll take your finances, he'll take your health, he'll take your freedom, he'll take everything else you've got if you let him. But oh, let me tell you something today. That battle that you're in is a fixed fight. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the book of 1 Samuel? The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 23. 1 Samuel, chapter 23, beginning with the first verse. Then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines fight against Keilah, and they rob the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines, and save Keilah. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we come to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? And David inquired of the Lord yet again, and the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. And I want to just use for a subject this morning... A fixed fight. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for every person that's under the sound of my voice today. Every person in this service today, everyone that may be listening by radio. Lord, I thank you for bringing them this way today. Lord, today as I try to give this of which I believe you've given unto me, Lord, I ask for the anointing of your spirit to rest upon me. Lord, help me to rightly divide this word of truth and to give it to these people. Lord, whatever needs there may be, may they be met here in this service today. And Lord, we're careful to give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. How many of you know what a fixed fight is? You've got two men in a wrestling ring. Maybe they're boxers. They got their gloves on and they're fixing the fight. But someone on the outside has paid a certain amount of money for one of those contenders to go down at a certain time so that the other contender can win the match. That's what is known as a fixed fight. As a child of God, you are in a battle. 
The devil is going to fight you. He's going to come against you. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And if you want to get some idea of what it is that you're fighting against, if you'll go to the ninth chapter of the book of Revelation, you'll get some idea of what some of these, these demons, these fallen angels, what these things actually look like. And when you see what these hideous looking things look like, my friend, you'll come away knowing that there's no way that you, within yourself, by yourself, can conquer these things. You can't do it. But yet, we wrestle with these things. Let me tell you something. The battle that you find yourself in, it's a fixed fight. Because Jesus Christ went to Calvary and paid the price for you to win every battle that you find yourself in. And it makes no difference how big your opponent is. It makes no difference how ugly your opponent is. If you will by faith believe that Jesus Christ paid the price for you to win. My friend, that devil may knock you down a time or two. But if you'll get back up. Glory to God. Did y'all hear what I said? I said, if you'll get back up, the devil may knock you down. He may beat you from pillar to post from time to time. But when you fall down, if you'll just get back up by faith. Faith always gets back up. Don't let the devil knock you down and stay down. But faith always gets back up. Faith in Christ and His finished work. Friends, you can't lose. But if you quit, then you're going to lose. And understand this, I want you to get this truth today. The fight that you find yourself in is a fixed fight. Because God has already paid the price for you to win. Stand your ground and fight. Fight a good fight of faith. Now, in this of which I've just read to you this morning, the Bible says that they came to David and said that the Philistines were going to come into Keilah, attack Keilah, and take the threshing floors and, and so forth. My, my first question that I have here is this. Why didn't the people go to Saul? Saul was the king. Saul was the one who was in authority. Saul was the one that had the resources. He's the one that had the military might and power. Why didn't they go to Saul to defend this little village of Keilah? Saul was too busy fighting the wrong battle. And there's a great truth here that I want you to get. If your faith is not in the right object, you'll find yourself fighting the wrong battle. You'll find yourself fighting the very thing that can help you. And Saul was fighting David. See, Saul went wrong 
You can read about it in the 13th chapter of 1 Samuel. The Lord told Samuel, said, you tell Saul to gather all the people up here on the mountain. We're going to offer up a sacrifice. But Saul, don't you offer that sacrifice. Don't do anything pertaining to the sacrifice until Samuel comes. And Saul gathered all the people there, but he also noticed some of the Philistines were gathering around with their weapons of war and so forth. And he didn't understand the sacrifice. All of the Old Testament sacrifices pointed to Christ and what Christ would do for us on the cross. But Saul had no confidence in that sacrifice. As he saw the Philistines gathering on the horizon with their weapons and so forth, he couldn't wait for Samuel. He wanted to get on with the battle. He wanted to get on with other things. And so he took the sacrifice and he offered it up himself. A thing which he ought not to have done. And when he got done offering it up, here comes Samuel. And Samuel said, Saul, you've done a very foolish thing. And church, let me tell you something. When we leave the cross, we've done a very foolish thing. Because the cross of Christ is the very foundation of the church. When we leave that foundation, church, we might as well put some watermelons out here in front of the church and sell watermelons to the community because that's all the good it will do. But I'm here to tell you today, if we keep the cross of Christ as the foundation of this church and we bring Jesus Christ out to this lost and dying world, it will do a world of good. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me the gospel of Jesus Christ as our foundation Saul did a very foolish thing Samuel told him said what have you done your kingdom would have been established had you just obeyed the voice of God but because you have done this thing, your kingdom will not be established. The church will not be established if it leaves the cross. But Saul had no trust, no confidence in the finished work of Christ, that sacrifice. And as a result, he went downhill from there finds himself fighting David. And now, the word comes to David that the Philistines fight against Keilah. The Philistines were an inward foe. As Israel was just getting established there in that particular part of the world, there was a certain group of people known as the Philistines that were left within Israel that had not been defeated. The Philistines. The inward foe. The inward enemy. Saul never defeated the enemy within. And the enemy without destroyed him. 
And you need to understand what your biggest enemy is. It's not your husband. It's not your wife. It's not your boss. It's not the preacher. Your biggest enemy, look in the mirror. It's in a me. It's in a me. It's that sin nature that's inside of you that's causing you your problem. It's that sin nature that's wrecking you. It's that sin nature that wants to destroy you. It's that sin nature that has killed every single human being that has ever lived and will ever live. For the wages of sin is death. The enemy. That enemy within. If you conquer the enemy within, then you'll defeat the enemy without. If you want to overcome that drug problem, sir, the enemy is within. Accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Let Jesus Christ come into your heart. There's not a bondage in this world that Jesus Christ cannot break. The Philistines were coming in against Keilah. Thousands of them. Their weapons. Their shields. They were intimidating. Even had giants to fight for them at times, as we read a few weeks ago with Goliath. Huge man, nine to twelve foot tall. This is what's coming against the little village of Keilah. This is what's coming against you, child of God. And you are no match that Jesus Christ paid the price. And it's a fixed fight. If you'll keep the faith. Stand your ground. And fight. Because when the dust clears. By faith. You're going to win. Glory to God. You're not a victim. You are a victor. You are an overcomer. Glory to God. You are an overcomer, not because of what you do or don't do, but because of where your faith is at, the finished work of Christ. Now, these Philistines are coming in to Keilah, going to attack these poor people. And he said they're going to rob the threshing floors. The threshing floors is where they would bring the wheat in. And they would take that wheat and they would beat it against the floor. Try to break the wheat loose from the husk. This was everything they had worked for all summer. They've harvested it. They brought it to the threshing floor. And now they've done all this hard work of trying to get the wheat loose and gathering it up. And now the Philistines are going to come and take everything they've worked so hard for. Let me tell you something. The devil is out for keeps. Your enemy is out to take everything you've got. If you ain't careful, he'll take your children. He'll take your finances. He'll take your health. He'll take your freedom. He'll take everything else you've got if you let him. But oh, let me tell you something today. That battle that you're in is a fixed fight. 
stand your ground and say, hey, that is enough. The devil ain't going to have my kids. He ain't going to have my finances. He's not going to have my church. Glory to God. It's a fixed fight. But the devil's playing for keeps. But not only that, not only was the Philistines going to come in and take everything they've worked so hard for, but he was going to come in and kill every man, woman, boy, and girl in that village. That's what they were going to do. Kill every one of them. Satan is out to destroy you, young person. Satan is on the attack today like never before. And he's after our young people. Our kids today are facing things that was unheard of when I was coming up. Back when I was coming up, if you wanted to get your hands on certain things, it was behind the counter and you had to ask for it. Now they can go on the internet and get just about whatever they want to get. They can see whatever it is they want to see right there on the internet. Let me tell you something, parents. The worst thing you can do is put a computer in that child's room and leave them unattended. You're leaving them in a room full of Philistines, and they're going to come in and take their innocence away. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Philistines are coming to take everything. So they told David, the first thing David did was he inquired of the Lord. Christian, you cannot have a successful Christian experience without a prayer life. It makes no difference what fight you're in, whether it's a fixed fight or not. Without a proper prayer life, you're not going to win. And you've got to be able to go before the Lord and talk to Him. Just talk to the Lord on a daily basis. Set aside some time that you go to the Lord every day. Well, Brother James, I just ain't got time. I got this going on. That Well, you're just too busy then. David said, I read it to you last week. He said, I'll rise up early. Why did he say that? So he could spend time alone with the Lord. Going before the Lord in prayer is not a chore. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. You go before someone who can do absolutely anything. You're talking to somebody who has all the resources. Unlimited resources. You're talking to someone who can speak a word and change your situation. Has got everything. And if he ain't got it, he can speak it into existence. What a privilege. What an honor. To go before someone who can do anything. That loves you. That sent his son into the world to die for you. If that ain't love, I don't know what is. He loves you. He's got good things for you. And if God could catch some of you, He'd bless you. Too busy. Too busy, Brother James. I'm too busy. 
You weren't busy enough to hook that camper up to that car and tow it up to the beach. Just ain't got time. Make time. If you'll go before the Lord on a daily basis, tell Him. Tell Him what you need. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. You may find that you're not having to work quite as hard. You may find that you've got a lot more time to do things, because now you've got God working on your side. It's a privilege to be able to go to the Lord in prayer. David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said, Go. Church, you want to know what the word is today from the Lord, it's go. Go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He didn't say go into all the world and preach psychology. He didn't say go into all the world and tell everybody how to get rich. He didn't tell you to go into the world and tell everybody how to be a better you. He said go into the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Preach the gospel to every creature. Go. Well, David comes back and tells his men, I've inquired of the Lord. How did he inquire of the Lord? How did he know for sure? There was a high priest that had escaped Saul came in and killed a bunch of them, and one of them escaped and ran to David. And he had an ephod in his hand. It was a breast, a, a garment that went over the chest area. And inside that ephod, there was a little pocket on the back side that held what is known as the Urim and the Thummim. Now, we don't really know exactly what that is. Some seem to think it was two colored different colored stones and one meant yes one meant no and you could inquire of the Lord you could reach in that pouch and inquire of the Lord and grab one of those stones and that would be the Lord's answer to you yes or no the Urim and the Thummim somebody said oh how I wish we had that today whenever you have a complexing question you go before the priest and ask the question and pull it out. There's your answer. Kind of like the little magic eight ball. How many of y'all had a little magic eight ball when you were? <laughs> Glory to God. Let me tell you. Today we've got something better than the Urim and the Thummim. We've got the Holy Ghost living on the inside of us. Are you hearing me? You see, back then, you had to go find a high priest that had an ephod and hope they had a Urim and a Thummim. If they were ten miles away, you out of luck. But today, you got the Holy Ghost down on the inside of you. And you can inquire of the Lord. See, David told his men, the Lord said, go up and fight. And they said, are you sure? It ain't but 400 of us. There's over a thousand of them. 
And David, we're hungry. We ain't eating days. We're weak. So David went and inquired of the Lord yet again, the Bible says. And I want you to notice the Lord's answer didn't change, but the Lord didn't reprimand David for asking him twice about a particular thing. And there are some decisions in life that are very important. And you better make sure that what you're doing is the will of God. And there's nothing wrong with going before the Lord and asking Him about things twice. And the Lord's answer did not change. Go up and fight against Keilah. I've delivered the Philistines into your hand. So David went up, him and his men. They hadn't eaten in days. And the Bible says that they defeated the Philistines and saved Keilah and their cattle. Why? Because it was a fixed fight. And David went in on faith. He believed what God said. And those men went in, and the Bible don't say this, but I bet you some of those men had a steak supper that night. Amen. Glory to God. I'm here to tell you today, keep the faith. You're fighting a fixed fight. God is on your side. He's paid the price for you to win. And the fight that you're called upon to fight is a good fight of faith. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.